Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Compassionate, caring, and cuddly. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Thanks, my buddy Joe Warmington, the Toronto Sun. Uh, Send me some great emails. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Larry's story is everybody's story, writes Joe. Amazing job. It is everybody's story, isn't it? And Larry, we're all thinking about you, and we all care about you. And that's that's one of the most uplifting parts of this whole issue with this awful disease. And I thought... I actually thought quite quite a long time about asking Larry to do the program. I didn't know how it might affect Larry, and I didn't know how it would affect uh, you who are listening in, and um, it's close to Christmas. But there are so many people in Canada who are battling that uh, that illness, and so many families who have gone through it recently, and so many people who will be encountering it going forward that I, I I just don't I didn't think it was wise to waste an opportunity to talk to somebody who wanted to talk about what he's faced and uh, what he's facing and with my conversations with Larry and the emails that we've exchanged over the last couple of years I knew that he'd uh, I knew that he would uh, he would handle it well Thanks to Paul Henderson, I got in touch with Paul, and, and, and Paul is just a just such a great person about about dealing with people who have b- cancer battles. Um, I, I'm just going to ask you at eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight because I, I know there are stories, I know there are people who are battling this disease um, at eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. It's a highly personal issue. But is there anybody who's battling cancer now, who's, who's fighting cancer, who's who has a, you know, you can share a story with us. There are people who do some amazing things when they're taking on this illness. There are people who are able to do things that they've they wanted to do all their lives, and they, they get out and do them. Some people can't because of the limitations that come with the illness. But there are people who say, look, I've always wanted to do this, and I'm going to do it. And they go ahead and do it. And it can uh, bring families closer together, and it can create an incredible experiences. Incredible experiences. So 800-263-2428. I really don't feel like talking about my situation with my wife very much, if you don't mind. Maybe something will occur to me, but I I really don't feel like it. Uh, so I'm asking you to call and telling you I don't feel like it. 800-263-2428. Something will probably trigger my memory. Or... Al is in Calgary. Hello, Al. Thank you for calling in. 
Al, can you hear me? That, are you still there? Yes, sir. I'm here. How are you, yeah, Al? Yeah, Roy. Um, I listened to you when you made your tribute to your wife. Yes, sir. Which was, I'm just going to say it as a guy, very loving. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I'm with the Calgary Society here for the Cancer Society in Calgary. And we and other drivers, when we sort of discuss waiting for the patients, you'd be amazed at the positive feeling that's within the whole group. Now, these are, the, these are volunteer drivers, your, your guys, who, men and women, yep. who get out and you drive the cancer patients where they have to go. Exactly. Well, we thank you for doing part. that. Thank Sorry. you for, that's so important. Thank you for doing that. Well, it's what we say, my wife passed away with cancer and we give back. Yeah. So that's really what it's all about. But it's, the, it's when you were talking to the lad, it's the positive side that you get. And then there's a certain spot here in Calgary where patients will go if they're a little bit you know, like in other words, they're not dealing with it. It's sort of like a, a section where they can all get together and talk about how they feel. But mm-hmm. it's just I wanted to phone in just to sort of say within within the whole thing that we do, there is an, all, an awful lot of positive feeling. It gives you encouragement. Yeah. Do you hear some great stories, some good stories from people you drive? Excellent stories. Share one. And I'm with, I'm with some of the patients, and I'll just say that really, Roy, when they're going through their treatments and after, they get... They, I had two individuals that had, one was 26 years old with two children, mm-hmm. and he got a call directly from his doctor on taking him, and I just heard the voice coming through, oh, thank you, doctor, because he was placed in remission. Oh, that's but great it's the, news. It's the, real, it's the real sort of feeling that you get with them if you've had them for a few times. Yeah, yeah. But the doctors are really a one-on-one. They really, they really connect with them. They're not sort of through through their staff. It's a one-on-one sort of for info, but it, it's just a positive feeling I get, yeah, yeah. and it makes you feel pretty good, you know? You know, that's so true, and, uh, and and you have to have that relationship with the doctors and with the medical team that's looking after you. Yeah. Because it, is more, it is more than one person. They, they sort of have a feedback where they feel that they feel comfortable mm-hmm. to talk about their, and then, you know, you lose, you lose some as you go on with it, Roy, which is normal because some of it is quite serious. Yeah. But it's just I wanted to phone in just to say with other patients, there's an awful lot of positive individuals out there. Yeah, and and I thank you, Al. Appreciate it very much from Calgary. No, that's okay. Thanks, Roy. All the best to you. It's eight eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight is my number. And uh, there are some there are people who live long and productive lives with with a cancer because they're it's able to be held in, under control and in control. And uh, these are people who can provide help. That's one of the things that I found that was really great was patients talking to other patients or dealing with patients' families. And uh, when my wife would go for the chemotherapy treatments, sometimes you'd think there was a party going on because they were laughing and joking. All the patients were having a great time telling each other stories. And, you know, it was a, it, they understood one another. They, they were sharing the same sort of experience. They had a commonality of experience. And they were at ease and relaxed with one another. And that really mattered so much. Tough to talk about, eh? Um, Al was talking about remission. Yeah, I had one of those calls. And it was, um, I, I was driving home. I was going to let the rowdies out. So I go to the hospital and I'd, I'd go and visit my wife in the morning and, and I'd stay till about noon. 
And then I'd drive home, so it was like 50 miles to the hospital, 50 miles home, and then 50 miles back and 50 miles back home. But I had to go home and let the rowdies out because dogs can only stay sanitary for a certain period of time, as you know. So I was about uh, three miles from our front door, and the phone in the car rings, and uh, it's Liana, and she said to me, the doctor wants to talk to you. When you get a call like that, you you get sort of the, your nerve endings start to tingle. And uh, so she said, you should pull over. So I, I pulled over, and uh, the doctor comes on the phone. He said, Mr. Green, I just want to let you know that your wife is in complete remission. We can't find any cancer anywhere. And the feeling that you get is one of such massive appreciation for the fact that you can just go about feeling and breathing normally. You don't know for how long, but you you know that you can you can breathe normally and you can you can have a, a conversation like you used to have and it is a tremendous break in the routine. And for many people the remission lasts for <clears throat> excuse me, a, a long period of time. A long period of time. And cancer isn't always a death sentence. That's for sure. But it is a fight. It is a battle. And it's one that, again, so many people are going to have to deal with and are dealing with. If uh, I'm just going to do this one more time and and give you the number again, 800-263-2428. There's something you can add to this, this discussion, and Larry's contribution to, uh, to the show today and his experience. If you're a patient, if you're a cancer doc, a nurse, somebody like Al who works with or volunteer volunteers to help cancer patients, give me a call, 800-263-2428. And what is it about this particular illness that uh, you can share with us that maybe uh, will help somebody? That's the reason I did this, because I I knew, I'm pretty sure that it helped Larry, and I want to do something that can help people. I take this, you know, you take it so seriously when when it's a part of your own life, and so many of you listening to this program, it's a part of your lives, and it's hard to talk about. Um, Yeah. So... I, I, I never, I don't think I told anybody this. Why? Well, I guess I did. I, I did tell this story, but it, I was doing the laundry a couple of months ago. I told you about that, and I was moving some stuff around, and I was looking for something, and I opened a, um, a, a case that I had full of things from my move from Quebec. And the little dude, little Sonny, goes over to the case, and he sniffs it, and he let out this huge yowl. So I opened the case, and I figured I'd find something that belonged to my wife because he was her baby. And there were these pillows that she'd had in the hospital, and he'd sniffed them, and he instantly claimed them, and he sleeps on one of them in his bed, and he sleeps on the other one in his other bed under my desk. Mario in Calgary. Hi, Mario. Hi, Roy. 
How are you, sir? I'm good. You're a cancer survivor? Yes, I am. Great. What's your story, sir? Well, I got diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer four years ago, in 1983. Uh, yeah, 2013, pardon me. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, I, went, I got jaundice, I went to the hospital, and right away they told me I had pancreatic cancer. Within a week, I got a stent put in my blood duct, and uh, within a month, I got operated on, on the pancreatic cancer. And uh, they told me all the thing was going to happen. I was going to be diabetic, and I was going to have problems with my bowel and this and that. And uh, anyway, I went through it. I was in the house for 10 days, and I came home, and I'm as normal as I was before. Fantastic. That is great news, and it's been a year. No, it's four years. It'll be four, four years. years. It'll be four years in February. Wow. Do they are they still following up with you? Do they treat you at all well, still? Uh, well, I had, no, I I cannot treat them. I I did six months of of uh, chemo. Uh, the doctor, the the surgeon. Uh, well, I, when I came out of the operation, I said, "What well, do I need? Uh, radiation yeah, or, yeah. or chemo or whatever?" He said, "It's up to you." You see, you're getting pretty old already. I'm actually I'm. Uh, Right now I'm seventy. I'm seventy-eight. And you're feeling uh, good. Uh, I feel. I feel like before. What a great story! Thank you, Mario. It's eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. We'll come back and we'll talk with uh, Lisa and Jerry, and perhaps you. Stay with us.